0: Episode of 428 Fly Away. Over the past few years, we've been reminded time and again how much the world relies on travel. From supporting local economies to learning about new cultures, the experience that travel provides helps make our world smaller and brings us closer together. Here at Outlander Travel, we've been proud to be a small part of bringing that to you with our weekly podcast. My name is Lindsay, and this week I'm joined by fellow Outlander travel agents Sandy, Donna, and George. So in 2019, right before the world shut down, Sandy and Elizabeth were thrilled to participate in the inaugural sailing of the Norwegian Encore. And fast forward about 20 months, they were once again on the Encore participating in the Great Cruise Comeback, NCL's first sailing after shutting down for COVID. That sailing took them to Alaska for two nights. And now that the Encore is sailing from Miami, Sandy wanted to check it out again on a longer sailing so that she could spread some, spend some more time on board. Um, in early January 23, she sailed with some family and friends, and she's here to tell us all about it. So let's get started. So this is technically your third sailing on the Encore. Yeah. So. I do like this ship. <laughs> well. yeah. So so tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about... Um, What was it like getting there and building? So
1: this time I I did something a little bit different. Instead of flying to Miami, I drove to Miami from North Carolina, which was like 14 hours. Um, So that was interesting. (laughs) Um, Stopped at Bucky's a couple times. Um, I've done that yeah yeah that was actually kind of cool. Um, I ended up with a Bucky's hat, and my son's I got girlfriend fudge from Bucky's' sitting no, on my desk got... right now. I
0: just last week stopped at Bucky's in a thirteen hour road trip really
1: <laughs> but, so you uh, understand.
0: Yeah. instead of flying yeah
1: yeah <laughs> I'm surprised you did a road trip like that actually
0: <laughs> um it was very uh it was very last minute and ended up in in ten going to Tennessee. And then flying home from Tennessee. But, yeah, it was it was nice. not, not part of my original plan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this was planned. And I actually kind of wanted to see what it was like to, you know, park at the port and stuff like that. Um, because I do have people that have driven to Miami before. So so that was good. It was a good experience. Um, we did take two days on the way back because that was just a brutal drive. That was really long. And I was very tired. And I'm too paranoid to let anybody else drive. So, yeah. Um, so we got there the day before and spent the night in South Beach and then went back to um, the cruise ship. So, you know, I just sailed on NCL in May um, on the breakaway and it was out of Miami. So same port. And that embarkation process was kind of a cluster. We had one of the early um, times to get on. And then it just felt like we were sitting there forever because they the ship hadn't cleared customs yet. So... This time I was like, well, we don't need to get there super early. We'll just show up, you know, and, and you know, surely it'll be cleared out by then. It won't be that bad. Well, that was wrong. So <laughs> we got there around, I'd say about noon, and the line was outside the building, like wrapped around it. I've never really seen that kind of line there before. And um, there just didn't really seem to be rhyme or reason. They didn't have any way to split up the people who had done their check-in time versus people who hadn't, nobody asked us what time our check-in time was, you know, we all just kind of got there in a big clump. And, um, yeah, so I would say their, their embarkation is not the smoothest, but once you're on board, you forget all about that. And, you know, it's all good. So, (laughs) so we, you know, once we got through that, um, like we had, immediately with us it was me and a friend and then my son and his friends were in a connecting cabin and they had not done the pre-check-in because they're 19 and they wouldn't listen to me all the times I told them to do it so theirs definitely took a little bit longer um you know I didn't stand at the counter with them I kind of went and waited so I'm not really sure why theirs took so much longer because it wasn't like I needed to go back up there and clarify anything but um but it did save a little bit of time for us to have our pre-check-in done. But it wasn't like you get there and they ask you and they put you in a different line. You were all just in the same kind of line. And then you got through when you got through. So not not the best process, but, you know,
0: it was okay. So, so once you're on board, um, any noticeable changes, anything that? Well, the biggest thing I noticed was that Kinky Boots is not on
1: the ship anymore. And, um, since I sailed, so my sailing was January the second, no, January 3rd. Um, since I sailed, they have come out and announced that they discontinued that contract and they're not going to be doing Kinky Boots, but they made it sound like it was an effective date later in January, but they're already not doing it. So that was one of the things that was different, um, which was kind of a bummer, but at the same time, um, I don't know. I've like I've sailed a few times on different cruise lines since COVID came back or yeah, since we've come back from COVID. And sometimes things like that aren't running yet. So I wasn't too surprised, but now, you know, now it has been announced that it's not gonna be back. So Choir of Man is the headliner show on board, and that show's phenomenal. So I wasn't sad that that was the show. But, um, yeah, I would say that was the biggest difference that I noticed.
0: So so this this ship's layout is a little bit different than um, you said you were on Breakaway. Mm-hmm. And I know we've been on Getaway. Um, yep. yep. So what are some of the bigger differences in this?
1: So it's platform. a little bit bigger. Um, th- I guess the most noticeable thing is there's a few more – food like a few more restaurants and um bars so this has the um brew pub on there um and where that's located on the opposite side there's another restaurant there that wasn't on the breakaway but the breakaway had some stuff that i kind of missed on this like they had the ice bar on the breakaway which we really liked and wanted to do that again and it wasn't on there and my son really liked the noodle bar on the way, and they didn't have that on the ship. So, um, yeah, it's just a little bit of differences. But, on, you know, it really feels very similar, and, you know, it's still it's still really fun. So, yeah. so
0: did your kids do all of the uh, – I know there's quite a few more activities on board. Yeah, <sighs> on board
1: there, yeah right? there are. Yeah, that's another yeah, – that's a good thing to mention because that's a big difference. They have the um, – the racetrack up on top, and they have the um, virtual reality pavilion, and they have um, laser tag. And my kids didn't do any of that. <laughs> they didn't even do the water slides. They did none of that. So what did do? What they did do? Um, drank because they I were old enough now. to drink. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, we're we're legal in the Caribbean," so um, so they were dr- well. On Norwegian, if you are, I don't know what the minimum age is, but if you're over 19, you and your parents sign a waiver, you can drink beer and wine on board and you can order it yourself. So we did that for them, and they were very thankful. <laughs> and that's what they did. They drank. Um, so that's well, and then one of the kids too, he um he discovered the casino and He had some good luck in the casino. He, um, you know, won several hundred dollars because what he would do is play. And if he started to lose, he'd just take all his money and leave. And that would be it for the night. And so um, he did that about three or four nights out of the five-night cruise and never lost. I mean, like, he he never even went back down to, like, what he started with. So he came out ahead every single night. So it was kind of interesting to see that. I don't gamble because... When I lose $20 in 5 minutes it makes me very salty and mm-hmm. and I don't I I'm just something really, about you. Yeah, I'm not willing to risk more than that and then I just get irritated because it's like this is a penny slot machine but I have to bet
0: $5. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so so it's like it's not a penny anybody. slot machine. It's not really a penny slot machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I was yeah. I was that I'm- I've always been that way with gambling and I was absolutely no fun to go to the casino with when I was eighteen and invited the first time by the little ladies who worked at Came out with me at the registers. They're all like, Oh, we're gonna we're going to the casino and I had my fifty dollars and then like as soon as I mm-hmm. won I won. I won right away. I won some money. I won like fifty bucks and then I was done. I wouldn't put a penny in for the rest That's of the day. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, I, was up. I, I yeah. came out ahead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's so funny because my mom always like, oh, I won in the casino, but she never talks about how much money she puts in, you know. And to hear my dad tell it, he's like, oh yeah, she came back saying she won like two hundred dollars, but she spent like eight hundred, you know.
0: I, <laughs> and I'm not they willing to. Like her that. a lot, don't they? Oh yeah, the, she, they do. She's the person who's that who's the, the cruise line Listen.
1: sends stuff to to come back on the casino dime
0: Yeah. I have a, a friend who's uh, who's like that. Although her and her husband book some of their travel with me, most of her cruises are free cruises from the casino. Yeah. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. And she does very well <laughs> in the casino.
1: <laughs> um, it's yeah. funny because everyone we were with was having good casino luck. Um, the, there was a couple other couples that were on this because I had set it up as a group cruise. And um, they were playing roulette the second night and one of them won like eight hundred dollars and the other one won like two hundred dollars and I was like oh my god I was in bed when this was happening (laughs) you know and and the the kid that my son brought you know the one that was winning at um blackjack he was trying to talk Owen into trying it and Owen is like he's kind of like me he's like "Mm -mm." Mm -mm. you know like the minute I lose 20 bucks that's it I'm not gonna sit there and do that you know so joy
0: for the rest of this trip
1: yeah so we don't (laughs) know if if owen has the lucky gene or not but (laughs) if he's like me he does not so
0: so um so tell me about so tell me about the food i'm i'm very interested to hear about your experience on board with like the quality of food So. so
1: we you know norwegian always has this promo where you get the drink package and you get a dining package um and on a five-night cruise, you only get one specialty dining. So my friend and I upgraded to two more specialty dinings. So we had three total out of five nights, and my son and his friends did not. They just did the one. And um, they wanted to do the teppanyaki place again, but by the time we go went to reserve it, it was already booked, and we couldn't get it. And so we ended up – there's a place on this ship – It's a new restaurant called Q, and it's like Texas-style barbecue. Um, It's like a smokehouse. It was really good. Um, I don't know. Well, When we went in there, it was completely empty. There were like two other tables in the whole place, and they had a stage, and I think they used to have... um, some entertainment at this one i've never been in it before but um this is one of the things where you can see that they might not be totally staffed up again but um there was no entertainment i think they might have done something in there like during the day but um but the food was phenomenal and the service was great what kind of food was it ribs brisket It was everything, yeah. So, basically, if you had it, so if you wanted to go in there normally, it's a la carte. If you had the dining plan, you could pick something from the entrees and something from the sides and something from the appetizers and something from the dessert. So, you could kind of get a little bit of everything. I had the brisket. Um, One of the kids had the beef ribs. One had the pork ribs. Um, Trying to think. They had, like, a a smoked chicken. One had the appetizer with these, like... Um, smoked deviled eggs with bacon sticking out of them that he said was really good. Um, So it was really good. I don't know. I don't know. Some of the specialty dining restaurants are much fancier than that. So I don't know that, it, you know, like if maybe as empty as it was, it kind of made you feel like they should just make it a regular restaurant, you know, so that more people would yeah, go the, do the it. Yeah, but the cost of beef and the cost of, of meat right now, probably that's why it was a specialty restaurant. Yeah, maybe, but there was nobody in there, so that was a little bit, you know. So, but but the food was excellent. Next um, time, if you go again, I'll go with you. Yeah, <laughs> I'd go and to that's, that one again. You're, you're di- that's I'd my number when you're talking. In barbecue. fact, the next time I might even get like specialty dining for the whole time, <laughs> because I didn't get to try some of the other places that I would have wanted to try. So, um, so we did um, Food Republic, which is like their Asian fusion, they have sushi rolls, they have handheld things, they've got edamame. Um, It's kind of their take on kind of street food, I guess. But Mm -hmm. um, the way their specialty dining works in that one is you pick four items off of the menu um, each. Mm. So that was, you know, they're all kind of shareable size. So that ended up being a little bit, I don't even think we picked four. Like it was more food than we really felt like we needed. But um that one's kinda cool because they have like this iPad on the table and you just kinda order stuff and then they bring it out as you order it. So they tell you just to kind of space it out. You know, like once you've had once your stuff gets delivered, go ahead and order your next thing. You know, so um so that's pretty cool. It's a it's a cool experience. Um I'm a
0: little bit like the food court at on Virgin. Where you have the iPad and you order or the you order from the app and you order multiple things you yeah. want
1: to Yeah, except it's like a yeah, I mean, similar, but it's not like you're in a buffet, which I know Virgin says it's not a buffet, but <laughs> but it kinda is. But um yeah, yeah, similar to that, yeah. And then um we also ate at Ocean Blue, which is their um seafood restaurant, and that was excellent. And I upgraded to um lobster and filet and it was how much was that $30 on that's
0: top a, of the gotta love it yeah. gotta love all the extra <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well actually though if you I mean if we had gone in and just paid a la carte it would have been so much more than I think we paid $70 for two extra meals and the you know so one of them came with it so for $70 we got three specialty dining things that's and not it bad was, Yeah, it was totally worth it. All of the food was really good. I
0: I don't think I could do NCL without doing the specialty dining. So I think whatever they charge for that package to add on is probably definitely worth it, especially now that they have a little more expanded.
1: Yeah. They have one restaurant called, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like an American diner. It might be called the American diner, actually, but it's kind of up on the pool deck. And that one is not, um, it's not free. I don't. I can't imagine you would use a specialty dining credit for it because it's not really that much, but it's like fried seafood basket, but you pay for it. And um, I did that on the one when we were on the Great Cruise Comeback, and it just just wasn't worth an upcharge, you know?
0: I always have such mixed feelings about those experiences because there are a couple other cruise lines that do that too, that, oh, you can pay for this pub food in here in yeah. this pub that the pub food should be included, and then you pay for extra for it, and then it doesn't feel like it's worth that money. Yeah. Um, so well, that- and I
1: mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because I grew up near Calabash, North Carolina, and Calabash seafood is, like, the best fried seafood. <laughs> so, yeah, if it's going to be – I don't know. Yeah, so I didn't even go to that one this time. I knew I wasn't going to – bother with it but um yeah i mean uh, you know we ate in the manhattan room one time that was good that's like one of the um complimentary dining venues and we did the breakfast in a couple of them i will definitely say my kids that were with us got their money's worth with the food they were like (laughs) whenever we were eating the last day they were like oh it's gonna be so hard Going back to, where you have to pay for food all the time. And there were some nights where they're like, all right, we're going to have second dinner now, you know?
0: <laughs> I guess like, I never really thought about that, but that is. Are they you hobbits? Are. Get money back. <laughs> get, get your money back from all of these uh, cruise lines when you're sailing with a teenager who can just. Pack uh-huh. from... Three
1: of them that work out a lot. And just, and this whole sailing was, um, there was a big group of 700 young men that looked like my son. <laughs> they were like. I mean, they were probably all, I don't think any of them were really over like 25 years old and um, they worked for a company that did door-to-door sales for um, bug extermination contracts and this is their big incentive trip that they do and we were like, "Who? Wh- why are there all these like Instagram model guys, you know, <laughs> on this cruise? It was like, what is going on? These young kids. But, yeah. We eventually figured it out, but
0: so yeah. there was like seventy-four, I think, kinds of beer in the in the brew house. Please tell me you didn't just drink Michelob Ultra the whole time. I <laughs> did
1: not. I did drink some Michelob Ultra, but in the brew house, I picked my one beer, and even the bartender commented about how I didn't switch it up. But <laughs> I found a beer I liked, and that's what I drank. <laughs> And it was good. It was called, uh, I think it was called the Floridian. It was a wheat beer,
0: which is... I was waiting for you to say Michelob Ultra.
1: (laughs) Well, it's funny because, you know, I kind of switched my preference to Trulies. And um, one of our friends that was on this cruise, he started drinking Michelob Ultra because he found out he has, he, he believes he has this intolerance to corn. And he used to drink Miller Lite. And that was like you know, I guess it's made of corn or whatever. So he figured out that he could drink Michelob Ultra. So I was like, "Oh, I haven't had one of those in a while," so I did start drinking those again. <laughs>
0: but they're, you know, you drink what you like. You drink what you like. <laughs> yes, I just, I just think it's funny. That you're spoiled for choice, <laughs> and I know you're <laughs> it's wasted. I would have had so many flights. <laughs>
1: Just to try oh, yeah, it. I didn't even think about getting a flight
0: in there. I guess I could have done that. <laughs> I would have been yeah. checking it every single one. Um, mm-hmm. wait, I'm just teasing you. You drink <laughs> what you like. So it sounds like the food is good. sounds like you guys had a good um, – I did see a note on here about the ice room and thermal spa. So how does that work?
1: So, so they- yeah, the thermal spa is very cool. And, you know, we did the thermal spa on the breakaway, so I had a um a really good memory of what they had. And they're almost identical – But they have the ice room here. So basically, after you hit up one of the hot rooms, like the steam room or the sauna, you're supposed to go into a cold room. And it literally is like ice shaved snow on the floor. Like you don't want to go in there without shoes. It's cold, you know. But I guess it like closes your pores up and stuff. Um, So that was really cool. I liked that. I really like the salt room. And... It's funny because, Lindsay, do you remember the first time we did the thermal spa on um, a different cruise line and half of the loungers weren't heated and they were trying to make it sound like they weren't supposed to be. And we're like, no, I really think they're broken. Yeah. So when we were on the breakaway, the salt room had, it's like this Himalayan salt room and there's, it's not, it's like the ceramic tile, but it's a bench, not loungers. But it should. I felt like it should have been heated, and it wasn't. And on the encore, it's heated. So I really think on the breakaway, it was broken, you know, <laughs> because <laughs> it, just,
0: it just didn't seem right. It didn't make any it's sense. It's supposed to be warm when you sit on those things, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not supposed to be a cold shock to your system, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mercury, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be pleasantly
1: be... warm, so you just want to sit in there for a while and breathe in all the salt and get, like, cleansed, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. I, yeah. did, I did find that funny. So I've been on two of the other ships for that other line, and it's funny mm-hmm. how all those work.
1: Yeah, these oh, all work just fine. Those all are work this just Like, fine. oh, you're supposed to lay on a cold one for 15 minutes and then go lay on a
0: hot one. That's <laughs> <genius>. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Anyway, that was my. Um, you know, you, you make the marketing fit with what you got. You know, <laughs> like I mean, on. yeah. Um, you think so? Notice. So So you guys parked. Did you have an easy time coming back and having your car? Were there any issues? Did you have? Yeah, it was pretty easy
1: getting off. I mean, we did the thing. We didn't put our luggage out, so we carried all our luggage off. um, And that was easy. And Norwegian does the um, facial recognition now. So it's kind of cool when you come off and you don't have to really go through customs. You just stand in front of the camera and it looks at your face and lets you off um so i'm seeing that in other airports and stuff now it's it's a little freaky but you know <laughs> but it works well so
0: yeah, it definitely yeah. saves time
1: yeah it was quick um the one kid that was with us did not make it through the screening and had to step aside and so we were all waiting on him and i don't know what he i think he just had to actually show his passport but um yeah, so it's not totally foolproof, but
0: it does work pretty well. You probably had a couple tense moments there where you're
1: <laughs> like, I
0: wonder why. Well, luckily,
1: I gave him back his passport before, because we kind of got in separate lines, and he had been asking me to hold it for the whole time. And so I was like, here, you guys hold your own, you know, while we go through here, cause I'm such a mom. But, um, yeah, so luckily, he had it, and it didn't, nothing. It was fine. It was good. I mean, honestly, Miami is like, it's an easy city to drive in. It's an easy city to get around. I think it's, it's you know an easy it was, city to drive in when there's not you know
0: loads of traffic. Traffic. Well,
1: okay. it's easy you know, to navigate. I mean, that
0: doesn't mean it's easy to get around. I think it's a I think it's a very fun city to sail out of because I think you know, oh so it really is there. And, um, you know it is it is to what Sandy said. I I feel like Miami is another one of those cities that you can go to. And yep. just find something different to do pre-cruise every time, and have definitely yeah. different experience. Go to one of the different neighborhoods or one of the different—I forget what they're called now—the the different areas and the different theming, and um, just have a really different, uh, unique experience. I'd like to go down and stay at uh, Coral Gables sometime. Go to one of the hotels down there. It's kind of gonna, gonna well. In saying
1: up. that, you probably would want a car. You know, want a car for that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, I, 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 there's there's um, There are a lot of different reasons to have it. I, I feel like if you're just going to be in a little central area of South Beach and all you're going to be doing is hanging out down there, maybe Ubering around and then going to the port, then maybe not so much. You might not. Yeah, um, it's not cheap in, to park in Miami, that's yeah. for sure.
1: It was like at our hotel, we stayed at a Kempton in South Beach and it was $50 to park the van. And I mean, I probably could have found a parking garage, but I was just... 14 hours of driving, I wasn't just done, you know, so I just threw For the it. keys at the valet. But um so you're also tipping the valet and stuff. So that, you know, there's a cost to it. But um as far as getting into the port and out of it and parking there, that was totally easy. And I would say, do it. I mean, I know there's places off site, you can park and they'll shuttle you. But the way the port is in the Miami is that you know, it's kind of like in the middle of the bay, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not, uh, it's, it's not, not going to be a far okay. shuttle, but it's not like, you know, right there. So,
0: yeah, it wasn't mm-hmm. bad. So, well, is there anything yeah. else cool that happened that you want to talk about? No, I mean, I guess
1: the only thing I would mention is that um, they did change our itinerary. We were supposed to be in the Dominican Republic and we went to Jamaica instead. And, I'm not really sure why I had never really checked the um, current events to see if there was a reason for that, but I was excited to go to Jamaica. So, <laughs> so that's what we did.
0: Yeah. I would have been excited so. about that change too. Did you guys uh, end up doing anything? Did you go get off? Yeah. The beach? We
1: just booked something through the cruise line because it was, we didn't find out about it till we were at the port. And um, we did a VIP beach experience um, that included all our drinks and, um, food the food was amazing it was really good it was like this huge platter of jerk chicken and fried fish and rice and plantains and really good so we had a really good time it was fun
0: yeah well that is our show for this week thanks for hanging out with us Please like our Facebook page, rate us, and be sure to tell your friends about us. You can find our previous episodes on the podcast page of outlandertravel.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear from you. Um, So on behalf of Donna, Sandy, George, and myself, Lindsay, thank you for joining us this week. Gotta fly.